so what what song do you want to open this with since this one's gonna be you and me you gotta pick a song I don't know pick a song fucker fucking we could do pick a song we could do one of my new ones okay yeah hold on well, then you have to give it to me yeah I know okay. I'm uh, fucking uh, I'm loading it right now my computer's being slow uh huh <laughs> computer it's fucking it's look at it it's doing the little google spin thing with the rainbow wheel you know what I'm talking about? The wheel of death? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Alright. Alright, I guess we're gonna try this new style. <laughs> this is episode three of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like you that. all right? No, not even close to all right. Not used to there being somebody else here. It's been me, dude. I've been solo, and it's yeah. fucking weird. This is the closet of nonsense, and uh, I said numerous times just before I hit record that I was gonna fuck this up, and I got that out of the way. So this is gonna be one of those episodes I can already tell. <laughs> but but there's finally somebody here. We've actually got someone in the room. Joby finally made it. He has a day off. Yep. Uh, ish. Yeah, I have a day off. Ish. Kind of. You don't ever really get a day off. No. That's not how this works. Um, so I, I kind of, I guess we should start with like, you were one of the ones who came up with the idea for the podcast, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to know yeah. what your take on it and why you think we should be doing this, because I don't, know. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. I honestly don't either, but I just think it's a cool outlet for us to do, for us to tell everyone what we're doing, you know, keep track of where we're at in our creative lives and what we're working on, you know. Just kind of a good outlet, in a way. I honestly, I've never done any sort of anything like this, so you're probably more experienced than I am, but... You just called me old. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not wrong, but you just called me old. You're not old, but you're not young. So I'm just going to call you out. Have you even listened to the first two episodes? Yeah, I listened to the first one. Okay. The second one, no, I have not yet, but... I mean, to be fair, you have been, like, working, Yeah. so... Um... That one was actually supposed to be you and me, and mm-hmm. it said it was just me. And yeah. uh, it's because you have a, a day job, like an mm-hmm. actual real job job. I work in a liquor store. What? Yeah, you work in a freezer. Yeah, I work in a freezer all day. It's kind of awesome. It's cold. Yeah. We live in Colorado. It gets cold here, so it's just yeah. cold weather training. Yeah. But. So, part of the reason that, well, I mean, Joe and I met... Should we even use your real name? Since I, I mean, I tell everybody. I well, did... my real name is Devin Hallett. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. everyone calls me Joven. It's a kind of a second name that I have. But I, I call you Devin when I really need you to pay attention. Yeah, you like every my, time. Like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works every time. I mean, like my mom even occasionally calls me Joven. So it's like you know, it's more than just like my artist name. It's definitely like a second nickname, like a. Not a second. It's an identity. A second, yeah, it's a, like a second identity. Like, yeah. I can cash checks as Jobin, so I mean, it is kind of like a, a name. I didn't know that. That's kind of Yeah, cool. you didn't know that? No, yeah, know I've that. been able to do that for like five years now. Yeah, when I try and mm-hmm. cash check to Psychotic, they tell me to fuck off. And I can yeah. even show them the tattoo. Yeah. But I mean, like, I can show them. I was like, I have a tattoo on me. They're like, yeah, is, no. there paper, is there paperwork in, yeah. like, behind it? Yeah, I actually had an, I had an ID huh. made in, in Kansas hmm. and everything. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Colorado hates me. Yeah. Colorado is like the hipster of states. They, yeah, it kind of is, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's the first of everything and hates everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong at all. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, the reason we met through music. Uh, we met actually at the at Skyler's show at Barons. That's the first time we ever met. That one he yeah. played way long ago. So yeah, um, meeting at Barons. Yeah, we met at Skyler's show, and uh, remember when Skyler played that weird little DJ set? Like the only people there were like me, Cody, Fly Sky. And, uh, oh fuck yeah, yeah. way back. That was like four Holy years shit. ago. And then like a couple months later, I came to family dinner at your house with Skylar. And that's <laughs> and then that, I, I remember and that then we all got fucking hammered. Yeah. <laughs> and you proceeded to snort sriracha. I did. Eat an onion raw. Yeah. Oh god, there was one other thing. I think he put hot sauce in your eye to scare Ian. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, also then, the that's well, also the night I elbow checked that heavy bag and yeah like that very much. No, yeah, you <laughs> we were almost following you into your garage and you had like that heavy bag sitting on the like on the frame and you just like shoulder checked it and it like slid across your garage like and hit the door and I was like, Oh. Okay. Yeah. But uh Oops. <laughs> and then after I think like probably six months after that I signed to Prophecy. Yeah. Yeah, and which, to be yeah, fair, I mean, that was a lot of people pushing. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Rylan Davis pushed me to do that. Obviously, Skyler, DJ AK, he, he pushed that really hard. Uh, Tristan Cracing was really involved in that, too. He was like, mm-hmm. dude, you gotta, dude, you gotta, dude, you gotta. And he didn't even know you. No. That was yeah. the best part of that. He was just like, no, you have to. So, yeah, we have a... Uh, yeah, and then I produced a couple beats for Fly. I don't know if we've ever even done anything with him, but he has a folder of my beats somewhere. But, yeah, I be- it was through the whole... The Ghost Gang dudes that I, and Skylar yeah. that I met you. Because uh, then it was, like, shoots for them and stuff. I, I was, like, there with Sky and shit because I obviously drove him there yeah <laughs> like, but uh yeah you've been a resident taxi driver oh, for yeah. a couple of years now too yeah I might as well have a yellow car dude like you know, I don't that could be arranged a, yeah that could be arranged but I don't, I don't fucking know Evo. Let's I, don't, get you a I don't know if I want a yellow car but you want a yellow car you were I gonna don't. buy a pink car no I wasn't purple it was purple it was purple it was a purple Cadillac are you kidding me <laughs> still are you shitting me the purple Cadillac hell yeah I was gonna buy a purple Cadillac yeah I don't know very many people who could pull that off but I, th- I think you could actually pull that off so mm-hmm. I'm okay with it in a really strange fashion I could totally pull it off but but yeah I think that's basically the story of how we met yep and then we've just been doing this yeah. Fucking weirdness. Yeah. Done some road trips together. Yeah. My car overheated in Denver that one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we sat there. Uh, I forgot what we were waiting for, who we were waiting for. It was uh, for a shoot. We were waiting for... I forgot what the girl's name's for. You remember the one in Colorado Springs? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was Brandy and Callie. Yeah, we were waiting to... Uh, you were waiting to do a shoot with them. We waited like two hours at a Circle K and I smoked weed in the car until yeah. my car overheated. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. Yeah, that was a mess. Yeah, that was a good was shoot, a though. It was a, yeah, it was a fun trip. It was a really sure. good Yeah, shoot. it was me and you and Cody when we went to Denver yeah. for, that was a zombie crawl. Yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was a shit show. <laughs> what, who the fuck wears all white though, man? Come on. Okay, no, I bought that at we were at Zombie Crawl and I went to that uh forgot what store it was in, but I bought that fucking tight huff jacket and it was white and then Cody is dressed like a zombie and has fake make like fake blood literally he's drenched in it and he just comes up and I glued his ass together he with hugged fake blood. he hugged me yeah. wearing a white jacket that's not me that's not my lapse of judgment there <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 wearing white yeah. with a bunch of people covered in blood yeah but one of them hugged me the rest didn't because you left! <laughs> you got pissed off. Yeah, because I got hot! <laughs> fucking left! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. and that was. Oh, how long ago was Zombie Crawl? That was uh, two that was, years ago. That was three years ago. Yeah, that was three years ago. That was three ago. years ago. Yeah. yeah. That was where I met your dad, also. Yeah. And his ancient cat. Yeah. That cat's like 22 now? What? I think like, so. Yeah. She, I think she's 22. I fucking that cat's old. Ancient. She's still cool as fuck, still crotchety. <laughs> But it loved me though. Yeah, I think all all cats, all animals, animals, animals like, yeah, just love me. Except for a lot of dogs hate me for some reason. It's because they're jealous of your fucking luxurious mane. Mm-hmm. You you and you and like if you were to go up against some lions, they would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a lion up, dude. I, my money's on the lion, so Yeah, mine but still, too. But I mean, I'd like to hear you scream and run. <laughs> That'd be okay. What? Uh, no, we've been recently working on some music and stuff. Trying to. Trying to. We've been working. We've been trying to get this. We suck at deadlines. We've been trying to get this fucking. Yeah, we were track working on this one for track like, for a year and a half. Yeah, and then we completely scrapped it twice. Twice, and then. Yeah. Yeah. And then tried to rush it because you know that's us. Yeah, but now we actually have something tangible that we that everyone can look forward to. Yeah. So that if I can cool. actually get it put to the video or the slideshow, but that's, we should be that's, ready to go. That's the. Not the easier part, but... Oh, it's the easier part compared to everything else that's going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's definitely very different. I've, I've tested it out with a couple people just yeah. let them hear what we're working on, and they... I, yeah. I don't, I don't think we necessarily invented a new genre, but it's definitely not... It's definitely not anything we've either ever done or is really at all widely done. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that there's a lot out there. Um... I did have one friend I played for. He said it reminded him of Clank, which I'm not sure uh, that's anything you've ever. I've heard, yeah, yeah. I've heard and Clank. he said it's, it's like Clank, but more dancing. What are you doing, Tyson? The dog just like attacked the. And now we're talking about him, so he's gotta yeah. come join us. This is Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sup, dude? He smells food too, so of mm-hmm. course he's gonna be over. Of course here. he does. Incessantly. But. Um, no, working on tracks yeah, like this and, and trying to create new music is just... And then you got a new EP coming out. I do have a new EP coming out in the next couple months, probably. Probably the next... Who knows? Probably six months or so. I haven't... But definitely my best work yet. I've put a lot of work into it and definitely have a better... I have more tools at my disposal now, so... Than I have prior, so... Yeah. That's cool. Well, getting back into it yeah. has been... Like yeah, I, dude. Well, getting back into it after my laptop shit out, that was the yeah, yeah. Because having a your computer crash and just losing everything, everything, literally everything, that's very discouraging. It's definitely set me back a while because I that's all the Cybergoth music we had, and because I'm also in a duo with Skyler as Cybergoth Dance Party. That is our duo's name, and all of that's gone. So we have to basically write an album again, which is really shitty, but. And that's what happens when you don't back up your computer, kids. What did we learn? Back up your computer. There you go. 
But no, I understand that too. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, I lost all that photo work mm-hmm. after the car accident because I watched my laptop bounce across the interstate. Yeah. So that was super fun. Yeah. Uh, so, but I did. Well, and then the camera getting stolen at the convention. Yeah, that, that was yeah. Fuck that. That I'm whole still, year, that was just a rough year for everyone. <laughs> it really, yeah. It really was. It's not good. No. Not good at but all. Now we're in a lot. I feel like all of us are getting in. Well, it's, if we're all trying to get to better places, and we all, most of us are. Well, yeah. I <laughs> I know I am. I'm, I wish I could say that I was. I, I like to think that I am, but I don't know if that's true. I, I, <laughs> I think I, I definitely am from what I was doing. That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. But well, having a relationship, you got a kid on the way. I do have a kid on the way, due on Valentine's Day. Isn't that crazy? Did I ever tell you that? No, you yeah, did not. Yeah, yeah, due date's Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's a trip. Here's the here's the downside, though, bro. Huh. <laughs> if you ever forget Valentine's Day, oh, you, you have no excuse. No, I have literally no excuse. Zero at excuse all. ever. You're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. You cannot. So fucked. Yeah. No, you can't ever. Yeah. I'm ever. pretty good about remembering holidays and stuff like that, but yeah. yeah. My child's birthday is probably yeah. That's. Yeah, yeah, that's so one now, of those you now can it's never, a twofer. never, ever, 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 ever again get over. No. That's just how that's gonna be. No. Mm-mm. No. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, <laughs> I would, I've had a lot of people asking me about the name, the name, the closet of nonsense. Oh yeah. So how how that came about? We were on the phone one day, I think, and uh, we were talking about it was when I was when me and Bree were moving in together from my old house, and I was talking about literally cleaning out the closet at my house because it was full of nonsense, and we and I said I'm cleaning out my closet of nonsense, and Eric was like, "Wait, what did <laughs> you just say?" Down. And he wrote it down, and we had that name for what like. Six, seven, six, seven months, months now. Yeah. yeah, and then when we yeah. started making thinking of names for this, that that one kept kept coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just it feels right for what we're doing. Yeah, you know, I've caught a little bit of, of hell being like, but what you guys talk about isn't nonsense. That's not. Give it time. I guarantee you, it's gonna be nonsense. There's gonna be a moment where you just go, "What in the fuck did I just hear?" Well, I also think it's more. It's also directed at the fact that like we don't have a specific like this podcast is about this. You know, it's just like yeah, it's we're covering a really broad range of, sus- of subjects. So. Did you just almost say suspects? Suspects. Yeah. Yeah. Covering covering broad suspects. Oh yeah. That's that's pornographic. I actually work and for the FBI too. That's explains so. so much. <laughs> I'm just a sleeper cell from Russia, dude. <laughs> you woke me up and you're yeah. fucked now. <laughs> We're now on watch lists. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You mm-hmm. just yeah. That was a uh, great job. Very good. <laughs> Fuck man. <laughs> Are you even following what's going on with like uh, the impeachment process and things? A little bit, not really. I like have not had time to involve myself in politics, but a little. I'll be somewhat. honest, dude. I, I I can't figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, there's so much bullshit involved, and it's so hard to figure out like what we're actually doing. Yeah. <sighs> little, like, uh, what about the like? There's the just so much. There's so that. much dragging of feet, and you've got moderate them saying, "Oh, we shouldn't be doing this because it's going to damage everyone." And you've got, of course, you got most of the GOP saying, "Oh, this is a bad thing," and it's just it's timing, and it's all just it's propaganda. And you've got so many different varying 
at some point here, I just want to see the facts of mm-hmm. what they're doing yeah. without anyone talking. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to just have facts stated to me without anyone's opinion added because it's yeah. really hard to get that nowadays. Yeah, like there's almost no facts. No. I, I, I still, I mean, they finally have... Hey, get my laptop charger. Dude, Boy. yeah. Don't, you gotta charge your shit. But yeah. And this is this is why I'm the one recording and not you. Yeah. Yeah, because we would die in the middle and I'd be frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I am terrible about that. Anyone who knows me or has ever even played with me knows that I freak out about my laptop because I always, like, halfway through a set, I'll look over and it's like 10% battery left. And so I fucking, yeah, that's happened a couple times. Yeah, you're supposed Never to. Never died on stage, though. So I'm pretty, so. It's a Knock t-shirt. on fucking wood. Never die on stage, yo. Never die on stage. Okay, <laughs> if anyone takes that, I'm going to fucking sue your dick off. Just so you know. <laughs> What if it's not a dickified person? Well, then sue whatever you got. I don't care. Okay, fair, fair. You're a genital suing kind of guy, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about the difference between a producer and a DJ. Well, a producer in my... Well, original music makes all the difference in a producer versus a DJ. You know, like a producer, we're making our own music, and that does not count if you just bought a Splice subscription and just copy and paste in. You are not a producer. But it's actually learning how to do sound design, learning how to actually manipulate waveforms and to what you want, not just cram everything through distortion and just, you know. A DJ is just... A DJ is basically, it's a disc jockey. That's like the old term for it. Not the old term, but what it was. The original term. Yeah, the original there term. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, we insult but, people. Okay. Get sad. Sorry I don't play on vinyl. You should be sorry you don't play on vinyl. I'm not at all. <laughs> I know. I'm actually not one of those DJs who's like, if you've never played on vinyl, you're not a real DJ. Fuck well, that. And it's just like, to me, I don't know, a real D- I like saw the post about that actually the other day, and it was said a real DJ doesn't judge people about what equipment they want to use you know that's to me it's it's all about the music so at the end of the day if someone wants to like i most of the time i dj off of ableton but i can use cdjs i can use controllers and serato even though i hate serato with a burning burning passion but like a herpy passion oh yeah yeah serato sucks i will say that right now serato's booty no, i definitely don't like serato but i see i'm not judgmental about what people i'm not play judgmental on. i don't care i yeah. just personally hate it yeah i hate the you know it's just no i mean just, if you want to play on controllers you want to play on a laptop and I, you want to yeah because well, I, I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck what you play on i'm gonna judge you regardless because i'm yeah. an asshole <laughs> mm-hmm. it's nothing to do with what you're doing yeah i'm just I, gonna judge you i usually dj off of uh i play out of ableton and i have a uh APC40 uh, controller that I have like like MIDI rooted to work how I want so and that's a f- fairly popular way of DJing like that's uh, similar to how Bass Nectar DJs and even though I'm not one of those Bass Nectar diehards dude's talented Lauren's a talented dude but have you heard about that actually recently how he's in hot water for that no yeah he's actually in hot water for like a I don't know if I don't know how if there's any truth to this or not, but it's basically they're saying that he basically like had sex with like a 17 year old girl when he was 33, and like had like a weird like relationship with her or something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure that's on the story. Like just it seems like every time we turn yeah. around, there's there's some and not yeah. just in music. It's happening a lot more with, with yeah. actors and producers and directors. It seems to be like this this huge thing. And, and I wonder if it's a new thing or if it's 
just people are paying more attention now. And that's know? that's what a lot I of people too. and people aren't scared as much. Not I, I don't want to say scared. People are more. I don't know. People are being the victims are coming. The victims victims are are coming forward more nowadays, and I think that's a really good thing. There's there's less of a stigma behind it. Yeah, and and exactly. At the same time, I mean, I myself have been the victim of being, you know, you did this, and it's like, no, no, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And after all was said and done, obviously, yeah, and it wasn't sexual, but it was you know being accused of anything, you know, overserving somebody or taking somebody out or anything inappropriate, it. It, it has to be taken seriously. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the whole... That's That was my problem with the whole debt sick apology. Did you that see was, that? Did you see dude, the video? I did, to me, it, to me, my take staged. on... Well, my take on it is that... So he's basically just, like, coming... He's going on this video and he's saying, "Hey, I am so I'm so sad. This ruined my life. I've been in a a treatment facility or whatever, a treatment program or whatever." He said, "You know," and uh, he never once action. And he but he said in the video that his actions hurt people, but he never once said anything about like the actual accusations against him so that to me when he acknowledges he hurt people but won't actually apologize that just to me it's an but is that a legal strategy or is that actually i mean that's that's what i'm saying it might it might be a legal strategy advised by his lawyers but or but if that was the case why wouldn't he have said it right when it happened why wouldn't he have said something but he just went into silence for 18 months yeah, I know. And so to I me, mean, that one of the screams with me is I got I got accused of trying to date a model that was married, and it, it wasn't the case. Yeah. But I got accused of it, and I actually called the husband. I talked to I, I sat us down, and what it was is it ended up being his insecurities. Yeah, it was all on him, but I took it really seriously because yeah. I didn't know where it was coming from, and I was hearing it from people who knew both them as a couple mm-hmm. and knew me and going what the hell man and I was like yeah you know I, I handed him my phone I was like here here's this you can look at everything he isn't the one who came to me though yeah. I had to go to him mm-hmm. because I took it seriously and I think that anybody who's they say that, that guilty people in jail mm-hmm. are the ones who fall asleep they're yeah. caught they relax mm-hmm. or they hide and, it, and that's the thing is like I don't well, obviously, we weren't there. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Then we, we weren't there. We don't know yeah, what really we happened. Yeah, and we probably never will. More than likely. More than likely, we never will. But I mean, go back to Michael Jackson. Nobody yeah. really knows what happened there. Exactly. Nobody knows what's gone on in these situations. Even Being the, accused, yeah. though, you have to attack yeah. it. You have to actually stand up for well, it and say to, something. Yeah, and the fact that he kind of just sat back and went... Because what what does it make you think when someone's... Say someone's on trial for murder and they're sitting there on the stand and they say, Oh, I plead the fifth. What does that tell you? What is What do you, What immediately goes into your mind when someone pleads the fifth in a trial like that? You know? Oh, no, straight up. You're like, oh, well, you're obviously guilty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like if you just go into silence, basically plead the fifth. But at the same the time... At the same time, I don't ever apologize for something I didn't do. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. People don't apologize for things that they didn't do. People won't say sorry, I hurt you when they didn't hurt you. Exactly. And so if he did in fact do something to those girls, he which obviously I feels think he guilt. did. I do think that sick is guilty as fuck. And it's just that to me is an admittance of guilt when he's saying like no, I I, it's oh this hurt me so much uh, my career's dead blah 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 I'm so depressed I hurt people but never actually apologize 
Yeah. No, and that's that's there's something you said there too. I mean, I know that I have numerous times watched celebrities in particular mm-hmm. who are in either sex scandals or political scandals or things like that. They'll it's like it's like a universal I'm not going to admit what I did, but I yeah. feel bad for the victims kind of attitude. And yeah, the thing exactly. is, is that I don't have to know someone personally who was in a car accident or, or committed mm-hmm. suicide or to feel bad. Yeah. Everybody, that's kind of universal. Like mm-hmm. everybody feels yeah, bad. Yeah, like you feel bad when something you bad happens. You don't blanket apologize when you're personally Yeah, when you involved. are personally accused, you don't blanket yeah. apologize. Exactly. That's that's how I think about it. You know, and, and, just, and a lot has to be said. I, and I'm going to be... I'm very rarely conservative at all. Mm-hmm. We all know this, but yeah. I will say flat out, a lot of what is going on with a lot of these artists has more to do with how poorly the environment is at a lot of these shows and a lot of these mm-hmm. stores. Parents don't pay attention. Security doesn't pay attention. Yeah. Shit goes on that should not go on. And I, as a promoter and a, and a venue owner, have seen mm-hmm. it. I've looked at it and been terrified. I had a I had a girlfriend actually end up on a bus with like on a tour bus, and they started to leave with my girlfriend on the tour bus. Yeah. She didn't consent to that. She wasn't. She didn't know that's what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. She was freaking out, but it still almost happened. And it was one of those things. It was an honest miscommunication. The driver didn't know there were still people on the tour bus that weren't going with them. Mm -hmm. I myself almost ended up going on tour because I was talking to a band, hanging out. I had opened for them. The, the the one of the guys was like jokingly like, "Hey, we're gonna just take you with for a couple days," and they closed the door and started. And I got dropped off in Clifton. Yeah, they literally took off, and I finally went. Guys, I was—I never said I would actually go, and mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, well, we thought maybe it'd be cool." Yeah, but I have a life; I have responsibilities. Yeah. I have payroll to go to and shit mm-hmm. like that. And they were freaking out about it. Like, well, why not? It's almost like—it's a different fucking world. Yeah, it definitely that's not is. an excuse. That's actually an accusation. Yeah. People don't realize that there are consequences to every action, especially yeah. once you're elevated to any level of expectation. Mm-hmm. Or any semblance of responsibility. When people are looking up to you, when they're idolizing you. Yeah. Well, when people actually look up to you and idolize you and you have, like, you know, especially, like, if you have any sort of fan base that's younger than you, you know, and, like, you're actually, like, somewhat of a role model and, like, someone they actually look up to, you do have a certain responsibility to not be a piece of shit. Absolutely. You know? It's just kind of like if you have people that actually look up to you and, you know, it's just like... Do you want people to think you're a piece of shit? And like, because maybe you actually are. It's that flip are. side of being like a spokesperson. Yeah. Like, as a spokesperson, I want you to buy this product because you believe in what I do. Well, do as I do, not as I say. Mm-hmm. If you're out doing jackass shit, you're going to have jackass fans. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's like the whole, like a lot of like the punk movement was built off of things, not just the music, you know, it was like a way of life and how you act, and so that's a perfect example of that, and I'm not saying in in any negative connotation at all, because I love punk music, but like, being like, punk isn't just listening to punk music, you know? Well, and that was, uh, dude, SLC Punk's one of the greatest examples. Exactly, and I have a song, and and one of my songs on my new EP samples SLC Punk. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the fact that they're like, it seems like going out and trying to dress to look punk is like not punk and yeah. it's like that's exactly, exactly. it like, 
It's not a fashion statement. No, it's a it's like a way of life and like a mindset. It's yeah. not a fashion statement, you know. And and, and just yes, like there just are like that's like that. now there's like all these fucking fake goths and fake scene kids that like fucking and that <laughs> well, that were the ones that made fun of me in high school I know, when I was I a fat scene dude, kid. My, my favorite like, thing, my favorite thing, like I saw this on Instagram and I wish I could remember the account because I would straight shout it out because it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was like all these girls who th- thought that the scene movement was over now that MCR's back and she flipped her wig around mm-hmm. and it's now in her face yeah. and I just looked at that and I was like holy shit that's, that's exactly how I feel like that's there's so many people that are just I don't want to say fake because that's not it it's not that people are fake or that I, they're posers I would say a lot of people are fake and posers I think people sell out almost too much to any one thing yeah well and yeah like it's one it's you like, know don't get me wrong I'm I get pissed a, off like, watching I'm not people a wear fucking or a scene yeah but, it, it's, it but like that. I am in you know it's you know it goes beyond that though like I mean yeah. how many people do you know that wear a sports jersey year round a lot but then you got all those diehard fans that only wear them on Sundays mm-hmm. or only wear them my team, my team. Yeah, you hear that all the time. It's like Sunday Christians. Mm-hmm. If you're a piece of shit, be a piece of shit. Don't be good on one day and think that that absolves you of all the other mm-hmm. crap. That's not how this fucking works. No. <laughs> but it's the same yeah. with with beliefs and fads and and, and things. I mean, because there are things that you know. I love comic books. Mm-hmm. I don't own a single comic book T-shirt. Yeah, I just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I tend to wear band tees and things like that. I mean, everybody I know, like... Yeah, I'm literally wearing a Devore's product tee right now. I'm wearing a Sister Part tee right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, that's, it, and if it weren't for bands, I would be naked. All of my t-shirts <laughs> are fucking band t-shirts. That's what I own. That's I, all I own. Well, I, I have three of my own merch that I wear probably more than, like, any other shirt. I wear the occasional Psychocosm shirt, but very rarely. Yeah, I wear Cybergoth merch a lot, yeah. just because our merch is fucking cool. It by, is cool. By it our is cool. merch. Yeah. Buy our merch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> that should actually, you know what? That should just be a t-shirt. Just says buy, buy our merch, merch with yeah. no explanation. Buy our merch, yeah. Yeah, we would I'm sell so a fuckload of those. Just selling the fucking oh, yeah. uh, all the people working booths at all these shows. Mm-hmm. We should do that. Um, we should do that. Don't steal our fucking idea. People are gonna. <laughs> and I, 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 hey, then, then we know they're listening. Yeah, at least all, we know someone's all five listening. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think that there are a lot of people that look at at fads or look at... I play a lot of poker. I still play a lot of poker. I suck at poker. I'm so fucking bad at poker. There was a time where I could, with a Facebook post, or even going back to MySpace, they could post, hey, I'm going to play poker tonight, and I'd have 35, 40 people show up, and and then it grew to like hundreds of people at times, where it was just like all these responses, and it turned into these big events. That was really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. And really fun. Now I can't get anybody to play because yeah. it's not it's not as popular. It's something that was it was a fad, and I knew that eventually popularity would wane, mm-hmm. and it sucks. It makes me miss some of my friends from up in the Rock Fork Valley because I know they still get together and play. Yeah, but it is one of those things that like it wasn't fake. There was a lot of belief in that, mm-hmm. but nobody was going around buying mirrored sunglasses and walking around every day <laughs> yeah. acting like they were Doyle fucking Brunson. Yeah. That's that's okay. Mm-hmm. I look at a lot of people in music, in particular, yeah. especially younger people, because it does fade a little bit. Though at a certain point, it actually breaks again. And mm-hmm. people in my dad's age range, they're still wearing Grateful Dead tees and mm-hmm. Pink Floyd tees and shit like that. There is a point where it goes yeah. right back to it. But I feel like it's different at that when it gets to that point, because like. It's almost where you're, like, I don't know, and it just isn't, like, with every person, you know, but, like, it's almost just gets to the point where, like, 
because like a person that's like your dad's age, correct me if I'm wrong, but you think that he's very savvy at navigating through the streaming like services that we have nowadays. So I think it's more just like they stick to what they know. In a lot of ways, that is it. Yeah. I mean, my dad actually is pretty savvy, but he still listens to a lot of the same... He listens to a lot of talk radio, and he he loves sixties and seventies rock. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's what he yeah. loves. And some boomers might be sad that I said that, but oh, well, yeah, okay, boomer. But that's okay. It's okay mm-hmm. to be sad. It's okay to be upset about. That's who gives a fuck. I mean, it, it the, the simple truth in what we deal with yeah. in those situations is that you've seen Almost Famous, right? Yeah. Okay. The Fires a Ball has this great line in that where mm-hmm. she's like, it, these, these, these new girls don't even understand what it means to be a true fan. To just love some silly little piece of music so much that it hurts. Yeah. And I'm, my, dude, that, that one line, mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. That's yeah. like the, 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 because that is what it means to be a true fan of music. I mean, when people ask me, what's your favorite band? I have no fucking clue. I can't answer that. I have no idea. I can give you a top five. Because, well, it's, like, different for me day to day, you know? Even hour to hour, it's different, you know? Music's very autobiographical. I mean, top five grunge bands, metal bands, hip-hop bands, what? I mean, any different kind of situation. Because I listen to basically virtually everything except for country. I just can't. It's just not. I even listen to some country. Yeah. I mean, I do. I I mean, I have to because I DJ differently than than you do, obviously. But I, I think that when you... When you listen to music, if it if it causes any kind of a reaction, any yeah. kind of physical reaction, any kind of emotional response, that's what matters. That's mm-hmm. what music is there for. Yeah. If you ask me my top five bands, I can't tell you. If you ask me my top five grunge artists, okay, now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Top five hip hop artists of the nineties, yep. 80s, yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah, that's how it, I yeah. Yep. I can do it that way. But if you want me to just do top five, music is autobiographical. Mm-hmm. At yeah, each I point can't, in my life, something different mattered. I didn't like, get I into metal until I was yeah, out of high school. Because like I can't compare like Whitechapel to Glass Animals. I can't compare Set Your Goals to like I don't know, like Virtual Riot. You know, it's just you can't compare things like that because they're not the same criteria isn't used in the production in the critiquing in the mixing mastering anything like that it's all so different that you can't compare two things that are as different as those two things you know as any two genres well and, and that's just it is there's so many genres now and genres have always kind of pissed me off yeah music no is music. i don't well i don't like to put things in a box you know like i don't like to be like oh i'm because if I always like set out, if I'm gonna, if I'm sitting down to make a song and I'm like, I'm gonna make a dubstep song, I'm gonna make a, a tech house song, you know, like I, it always ends up being something different because it's not supposed to be like that, you know. Music isn't supposed, it's to, supposed be, to come out of you. Yeah, not, music not isn't supposed. To, yeah, music isn't supposed to be like. Okay, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna make this. And like some people may do that, you know. And but like to I, me, and I, and to and me and my are stifled own. If you, yeah, if you exactly. Talk to them, they, and they like, feel like they're missing out on their own production. Well, and like just yeah, to me that's just not what it's about. You know, it's not about like okay, I need to make this perfect. So it's this genre of music. I think you lose a lot of creativity thinking about genres a lot. You know, I think if you just make what you want to make, you make something that sounds cool, you'll have a lot better. Well, and then you listen to a lot of bands as they progress. And I have this this kind of rule that 
the first album, a, a great band, the first album just kicks the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Just knocks your teeth out. The second album is almost too rushed, and they're trying to meet or beat the expectation. Yeah. And it tends to not be as good. And then the third album either sucks ass. Yeah. Or is amazing. Defines yeah. the artist. Exactly. Corn is, is the the artist that comes to mind. Corn's new shit. Their new shit's heavy. Okay, that Holy song shit. "Cold" by Corn. Dude, I play that is all the time. Fucking I, brilliant. Like it's, it's so it's, good. And those dudes are like, how old are they now? They're like your age, aren't they? Yeah, they're in their forties. Yeah. So it's just like that shit's crazy. Dude, dude some of the shit Chino's doing from the Death Notes. Well, I was like, the, Jesus, fuck, so is it, How many of the original members are in Corn right now? Is it all of them? I think four. Four of them? They, yeah. They, David's not in the band anymore. Oh, the drummer. Okay. Yeah. He's not in the band anymore. Fieldy, Fieldy Jonathan, and Monkey. Monkey have been there the whole time. Well, and dude, Monkey, uh, did you see Monkey? Is He made a song with Suicide Boys? Yeah. It's just fucking so good. Dude, it is dude this is John Davis has done with, yeah. uh, uh, what the fuck is, uh, Skin? Well, and now, have you seen, like, with the stuff like Tom Morello's? Have you seen the right, stuff but... Tom Morello's doing? Dude, Tom Morello. he's playing hard rocks, and he, like, makes, like, this weird... Rock fusion EDM shit. No, dude, it's that's fucking the thing. Cool he, just, he just made noises. The, the 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 genius of Tom Morello is that he could make noises that would make yeah. entire songs. He could he could make, he was a turntablist mm-hmm. on a guitar. Yeah, that's he, what he was. Tom Morello is a genius. Yeah. Raging Against the Machine's genius was that they're coming together. Oh, dude, and and, fucking and headlining Coachella. And I got to go just I, for no, that. Just for them. Watching them live is a completely different experience. Concerts. In the late '90s, were a completely different experience that than anybody one video sees now. Of Rage Against the Machine, you know, you know the one I'm talking about. The Rage in Moscow. Yeah. With a million people bouncing in unison. Like, dude, if I, if someone came to me right now and was like, "Hey, you can travel back in time and go to that concert, but you have to kill this homeless person." No, done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, what if it's somebody? You know, what if it's kill your mom? No, no, I'm not gonna kill my mom. I'm not a fucking animal. I'll kill a hobo. If, to for a t- to time travel, but That's somebody's dad, maybe I don't. Maybe know. Yeah. who knows? I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> I don't. I just, I, I mean, of course, that's a, that's going to be another existential crisis. We're going yeah, to save that for still, another episode. Avoid holy that shit! One. Yeah, that would you opened a fucking whole other door over there. Yeah, we'll I talk always, about that later. I do. But no, like that whole lifestyle, that being being in concerts, going to those shows, experiencing some of these bands that now are, are such icons that at the time watching them struggle just to get, you know, 50, 60 people to come to a show. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been a Tool fan. <laughs> Good God. Can't say I'm the hugest Tool fan. Dude, their new album's genius. Yeah, um, I haven't listened to it. Enema is one of the only albums in existence that I can hit play and let it play all the way through. You know what album is genius? Do you listen to the new As LA Dying? Okay, I started to, and I haven't actually finished it. it I'm hearing, is, yeah, what I the need to. Fuck, dude! Those like, guys, those guys are insanely talented. They are out of ins- their mind. Yeah. Not, not, not. All of them are. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been around them enough, but great musicians, great guys. Honestly, oh, yeah. they're, they're they're a lot of fun. I mean, everybody has their moments of insanity, apparently. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to. We're not going to really get into that one either. But you know, I there's a lot of new music. There's a lot of new hip hop music that's blowing my mind yeah, too. Like me too. Here in the, I mean, obviously. Well, I did actually really enjoy the Peep McCone and Fall Out Boy song. You hear that? That's fantastic. It's a really good song, actually. Yeah. That's a fantastic track. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, 
The shit fucking Post Malone did with Ozzy? I take that song. Dude, no, I take the brother's, fuck out of that song. My brother's wife bought him tickets to see Post Malone on his birthday. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't know who Sway Lee was. <laughs> and he saw Sway shit. Lee too. And he was just like, yeah, I don't know who the... And like, it was just funny that he was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know who this is. And That's was dope like, though. Yeah. That's a great dude. And I, yeah. yeah, I mean, Post Malone... Definitely changed my mood towards a lot of these. I noticed that that Post Malone changed your mute your mood towards a lot of new hip hop. It did because I, there's I a know, lot. I shouldn't I just, say hip hop because I think of hip hop and rap as kind of like you know. And again, I don't like to put things in like a box. I didn't like the newer trends. I don't like a lot of the mumble rappers. I don't like a lot of the fucking SoundCloud that. bullshit. Like, I don't. I, well, and I but, like I can't fuck with a lot of the radio rap. Like Migos used to be so much better than they are now. See, I've never so been a huge Migos fan. Be- they I, used I love to be their- so much better. Like, Wishy Washy, that song is fucking flame, okay. but it's from like 2000. I don't even know when the fuck that's from. I have to actually look that look up. That but because, yeah, it's like, that song is so much better than what they're doing now. Their shit now is garbage, and I hope you hear that. But I think there's a lot of artists. Four that- years ago is when they made that. And, yeah. like, uh, in. Uh, God, what? I forgot what album it was on or anything, but that album was pretty good. Well, and, uh, you know, I'm listening to a lot of the newer artists. I mean, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan, and so pretty much I trust his judgment. When Jay-Z says somebody's worth listening to, I'm probably going to listen to him. Yeah. Um, Dr. Dre, as a producer, if oh, he's... Oh, yeah, I mean, you didn't... You, he, yeah. The guy doesn't miss. You're just a dummy if you don't... Yeah, Dr. if you don't Dre. listen to certain people. Like, I, I'll be honest with you, the, the most recent Eminem shit, if he'd been coming out with that in the last, you like, see, 10 years, I'd have never stopped listening see, to Eminem the thing if he was, if he'd I just, just consistently I, done that. I've never been able to get on the Eminem train. The thing about Eminem it's is... It's not about his execution or he, like, because he has the... cadence. He has the, the fact that he makes well, things okay. rhyme that don't rhyme. Okay, yeah. That's all cool. But just, I can't stand the way his voice sounds. <laughs> see, but that's okay. He's just... That's okay. He's just something there I don't like. To, to and be, I, to and, be honest and, with but you... But he's extremely talented. That's, that's not what I'm saying. why I didn't get into the fucking screamo scene and a lot of that. Don't get me wrong. I, I love listening to a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I listen to it at length. But I was never a diehard fan of any of those bands. I the, the still, bands. to this day, listen to I Set My Friends on Fire's first album. See, and that's <laughs> like I listened to it this morning. Literally, and it's a, <laughs> and like, it's a great album. It's, it's great. A great album. Yeah, you can't spell slaughter without laughter. That's a great album. It's yeah. amazing. That and was like the fucking. That was like the theme songs to my scene kid days. You know, like exactly, and that's just it—the whole scene thing. But I, I had a hard time because for me, they were, were actually—they're like, metal. Yeah. That was how they—they they were marketed yeah. to us who had been listening to metal for years. Yeah. This is the new metal, and they're like, "It's not metal, though. It's, it's hair different." Metal. But it, like, it's, 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 that's what it's. I was like, but "Oh, like, great, you're going to take this back they, to the '80s. They actually, yourselves. they actually like songwriting-wise, and just like the music is overall better. aesthetic. They inspired me a lot in my own like personal like in my music, like in. Just and well, mainly just that whole scene emo like stuff. That was like what got me wanting to make music in the first place. Is I wanted to be a guitarist in an emo band. Really, no, I, <laughs> I mean, wanted to be. Dude, a, I mean, yeah. it's not like I don't but listen like, to fucking ABR yeah. and Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously listen yeah. to these bands. They do. They don't inspire me the way that do. But yeah, I, that I thought about but it. They like yeah, and they inspired me a lot. And like what it was was like the whole like. I like really 
theatrical shit, like with like metal, and that's in like that's, that's why I, I love getting, like motionless and white and like shit like that. Dude, Chris I just totally bopped to the microphone. That that's just, probably not gonna sound yeah, great. Fuck it. But, we uh, can fuck with that. You made them both fucking spike. I'm impressed. <laughs> you actually made both tracks spike. Good job. Damn. No, like Chris Mosley's vo- voice is, is very metal. Um, yeah. You know, I I would put him up against you know Randy mm-hmm. Blythe and and a lot of those guys who really just have just yeah. extreme vocal range and really good capabilities. My big thing is that for the first time, and it took me a while to wrap my head around this, it's the first time that instead of a band coming out and, and promoting their music and hoping that people would buy their merch, mm-hmm. that they were coming out with logos and merchandise subsequent to mm-hmm. launching their first track. And videos had to be completed before they had an album out. And it wasn't to promote on MTV because MTV yeah. stopped playing fucking music. Yeah. It was, we have to have it out so people see us. Mm-hmm. If they don't see us, they won't like us. If they don't like us, they won't buy our shit. Yeah. That's, that's been my problem this whole time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I keep kind of looking at as I had a hard time accepting that fashion and music could actually be hand in hand. Well, the, it, to me, mind, it's like to me they are completely hand in hand because exactly. aesthetic and music—that's a huge thing on selling music—is like is your aesthetic. You know, like you think Ghostman would sell as many records as he does without his whole thing behind him coming no, out with the red noose and shit. Like you know, like you know, him, Ghostman. There's so many. But see, for me, like I crack up at New Manson fans. Because Manson was so out the box, mm-hmm. so shocked. Oh, rock. Manson was yeah, like so ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. If he came out now, people wouldn't even blink. No, if people if Manson came out now, they'd be like, yeah, it's just another one of these dudes. Exactly. But he was the dude at that time. He was the one who you know like. Diamond word. Diamond word is a great Diamond word is the new about, fucking okay. Juggalo Army. But Straight up, I don't give a fuck who says this. The da- of the. Of the video that came out, the Diane Word thing that happened, and it's killing their careers. Yeah, well, it's killing they, them, and it should. They like beat up a gay dude and yeah. chased him and stuff, and it's yeah. like all. I'm pretty sure that's what the video was, that's, and he, yeah, it's, it's all. You can look it up on YouTube. It's like all right yeah, there. No, and, that, and that's the and thing. But it's they, terrible. But they like, created an entire movement but based yeah, off some bullshit. I, but I loved Diane Word before I heard that, but I just can't support. Insane Clown Posse had some bullshit lyrics and some, and don't get me wrong, I I know those guys enough to know that they're actually skilled, that they actually can throw real music, and they went after the aesthetic first, and that's what turned me off to them. It worked wonders. Commercially. (laughs) Yeah. It worked commercially. They're they're the entire reason that the whole Juggalo movement got to where it is. They are the Juggalo movement. They are the Juggalo movement. That's the entire thing behind that. And that's my whole point is that (laughs) I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. I finally have to a point. And now that this is the irony, you look at somebody like Lady Gaga. You listen to Lady Gaga's first album. Completely different. <laughs> it's trash. It's so bad. It's I've so never bad. really I can't been. Even stand it. I've never really been a huge Gaga fan because everyone's like, "Oh, she's so different." And then to me, it just sounds like more radio pop. <laughs> like, exactly. Kesha coming out and saying it's pop music. What the fuck do you care? That was genius to me. I was I like, mean, "Oh shit, yeah, she knows. Well, she's not taking herself seriously." You listen to her actually say, well, "You listen to Lady Gaga." Kesha is actually an incredibly talented musician if you look into it. So is Lady Gaga. You listen to her play the stuff that came I'm out from Juilliard. I'm not saying she's not a talented musician. That's just yeah. it. Now but, the music they're coming out with now, mm-hmm. the music that 303 is coming out with now. I've actually music, heard that, and it's it's. Pretty the Jonas Brothers coming back together on their own terms. Yeah, like, I've Jesus never, fuck. They've got a couple. New, I. <sighs> 
Are you about to tell me you like the Jonas Brothers? I don't really like the Jonas Brothers, but I'll tell you what. I respect the fuck out of the fact that when they got back together and started working on stuff, the music changed so much. Like, when artists take control of their careers mm-hmm. like that, like well, these Well, the other thing with the Jonas Brothers have. is that they... Yeah, they didn't have any say. For, I, I'm assuming they didn't have any say in, or they didn't have an artistic voice in it at all. They were just a commercial package that was sold to people. They're well, not. Miley they Cyrus, weren't. That's your best exactly, example right there. Well, yeah, Miley Cyrus, the Jonas Brothers, fucking like all of that. Yeah, people are shocked. Know, Miley the Disney Cyrus artists. Likes sex. Good God. Oh shit. God yeah, like forbid, a, fucking, a woman likes anyone, sex. Okay, think about this though. If you had had the childhood that Miley Cyrus had. Like, just constantly, like, it's same thing with, like, I don't know, and Jaden Smith actually isn't a really good example because Jaden Smith is a goddamn genius. Yeah, I'll give but that to you. But he, yeah. he is, in my opinion, Jaden Smith is just a cool person. I just want to, like, drink tequila you with, with Jaden Smith. I, I, would, I would love but, to actually go to family dinner with anybody. I, just, I would yeah. love that. That family is somebody I'd be like, can the I Smith family? Yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah. If I could just, like, be like, yo, can I just, like, sit in on one of y'all's family dinners? Like, it. Because it would be it would interesting. Be yeah, no. That he would, I just, is like, how old is he right now? How old is Jaden Smith? I don't know. I'm going to yeah, look know. it up. But uh, he has like a, a foundation where he like donates water to Africa. And stuff. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Africa. Yeah, it's like, but well, look, he was born in 98, dude. He's fucking 21 years old right now. And like he was, um, he was, I think, one of the, correct me if I'm wrong, but like one of the youngest self-made millionaires ever. Like he earned all of that money on his own not like with the being a part of like obviously and obviously, obviously having your parents like that that a helps whole i mean fucking shit time yeah, to have family, will smith family. as your goddamn dad yeah. but he did off of his own endeavors make a million dollars like before he was 18 well, look at artists like akon like yeah, that's exactly. shit that's just run for fucking president yeah like, if akon ran for president i'd vote for him fuck yeah i'd be like oh hey you know what i made all this money to this stuff so i'm gonna go Dude, well did you hear about bring electricity him? to entire ra- regions of he africa brought that an enti- to an entire country yeah like hey let me handle this shit literally just akon just steps in he's like yeah i'm gonna just save the world real quick like and I the would... irony is he did it really quietly like there are other yeah, like, he like, wasn't like said oh i'm gonna help my people i'm gonna help my 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 and and kind of scam people is that elton john is that you no, said oh white club yeah. He scared people. He really kind of did. Elton like, John. I was like, where the of... fuck's Elton John from? <laughs> I thought it was from here, but... No, he's from England, you oh, jackass. Yeah. I'm dumb. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I mean... sorry, Elton John's not in the front of my mind. That's good. So... <laughs> <laughs> Elton John is is still... I watched Snapchats from a friend of mine in an Elton John concert the other night. Dude, I gotta see... I have to go see an Elton John concert before I die. Yeah. That's something I have to do. Uh, I've decided I like to watch how you just assume that you're gonna die before Elton John. <laughs> oh, I know that. How old is he? Ancient. He's immortal, though. I mean, yeah. Let's be real. He's, how, I mean, old he is, he's how old are you? Of course, Elton I said John. that about. I said that about Prince too. Elton John missed that, missed that boat. Is... He's gotta be seventy. Seventy-two. Let's see, there you go. Elton John. He looks fucking young as hell for a seventy-two-year-old. Takes care of himself. Well, I mean. He has the money to. For sure. Look at this dude. Look at this You're wearing like heart shaped glasses and shit. Fucking yeah. you go, Elton John. I support that. Yeah, I got to see David Bowie once. That was that was worth it. I got to see my chemical romance on Gerard Way's birthday. Oh fuck. That was cool. That would be cool. 
Yeah, and I tried to buy tickets to the LA Redemption reunion concert. Dude, so many people have hit me. Yeah, up get, okay, so uh, they put more tickets on for sale, mm-hmm. and guess how much they were a piece? $1,380 a piece. Dude, the scalpers, the day, couple day, like the two days before that show, is, oh god, they're gonna be rich motherfuckers. Yeah. There's gonna be so much. So much illegal ticket sales going on. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Kind of impressed Dude, I went that. to Global once, and there was a dude selling... Uh, he sold a dude a one-day wristband as a three-day wristband, and so he got in on the first day, and then the dude like tried to get in on the second day, and they're like, you have a one-day wristband. And so there was just a dude selling one-day wristbands as three-day wristbands, and just... Because think about it. They go into the concert. They're like, oh, yeah, it worked. That guy's all chill. And then he just dips... Doesn't come to well, the second day. I mean, day, there's like the a 50-50 chance that somebody's been pre-gaming, and you can school them anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just it. And, and like I say, again, it's one of those situations where music is art. Art is only as good as the people who believe in it, who listen to it, who yeah. go out and, and experience it. Exactly. And and more and more now, like festivals in particular, are completely different than, oh, yeah. than what they were 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. I have talked to people recently who have never been to a concert that are in their 20s. Yeah. They've never been to a show and it's like, how in the fuck? Like, not even a bar show. Yeah, like... No what, live music. Like, They've never seen it. Uh, and, and literally, when somebody sets up on open mic night, they're like, I'm out. It's like, how can you... How, yeah, what the fuck? Like, how can you limit yourself that much? I mean, yeah, if somebody sucks, I, I mean, yeah, I'm obviously not. I mean, we have had some really and... bad nights at karaoke where there's, oh my god, you just you want to stick an ice pick in your own fucking ear, yeah. but then there's that one singer that just gives you chills, gives you goosebumps. Yeah. You're like, well, that was fucking worth it. Like that one big Asian guy. Oh, dude. Oh my god, he had the fucking voice of an angel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's you just don't expect it. No. I mean, I didn't expect to go to old Chicago's a couple years ago and, and run into people and listen to some of these college kids from, you know, little tiny towns that mm-hmm. just came in and just killed it. Yeah. Just killed it. It was yeah. fantastic. And, and that's the thing is so many people, they limit themselves. They don't go to concerts. They're too expensive. They're too dangerous. There's too many drugs. You don't have be to be. responsible for yourself. Because well, I've been fucking, I have myself have been sober for like. A while now, like the last, like probably I've gone sober to the last five, six shows I've gone to, and you don't have like it's not like you go to a show and there's people trying to shove cocaine down your nose. Like you only really like if you don't want that to be a part of your experience, it's not gonna be because just stay to yourself, enjoy the music, and fucking leave. Yeah, that's it. And you know, and also even if your friends are doing it, I've gone, I've like. I've been sober off of everything hard except for weed and, like, the occasional beer for the past, like, six, seven months. I can still go out with my friends and have a good time even if they're not planning on doing the same thing. And that's fine. I've been sober for... Yeah, I know. You've been alive. I know. I mean, I I have. I don't don't do that shit. Yeah. I do drink. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously I drink. Yeah. I... Well, and I fucking, yeah, I drink every once in a while. I haven't, like, got, you know, I haven't been, like, getting drunk you know, as of recent, the last time I got drunk, drunk was probably like, I don't know. I don't even know, honestly, a while ago, but yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and my biggest thing is, is that I go to shows all the time. Mm-hmm. I will drink occasionally, not at every show. I'm trying to think of the, other than shows that I've promoted or that we've done together. We've been to Bear Grylls. And we went to Bear Grylls and did photos for that. And then we did, and we also did Supernatural. We all did Supernatural. Yeah, we had yeah. we had artist passes to that. Yeah. yeah, and so is that the only two we've been to together? 
Is it? I think it is. That's kind of sad. And then, but I was there when you booked Bear Grylls at the travel lodge. Yeah, I mean, I was there, but I was uh, heavily intoxicated and had no idea what was going on. Well, that's that's just part of being a promoter. But I mean, as far as like going to shows together, like I like going with my friends. I like going with people, especially as especially when I'm going as a photographer. It's almost more fun because then you get to see. I mean. You got to go up the back stairs and hang out with artists and things you yeah. wouldn't have gotten to do. Yeah, I got to you... fucking sit and drink and, like, sit there while in, like, Teravita's green room, like, exactly. chill room, you know? Yeah, you got like, to actually hang out I got and, to, yeah, and, like, and talk I got to Chris to, a little bit. And, yeah. And, and that, that's They're the thing. They're super, super nice dudes, by the way. And yeah. Teravita that's why they're, that's are, why they're are amazing dudes. Are they the same like Bear Girls? I mean, yeah. there's certain people I will always... I will always hold myself to that just treated me right and were, were good to me and have been... Mm-hmm. It's not something I can just call out of blue necessarily, but they're good people. And that's because yeah. you get those experiences. Um, I've been sober this whole time. Yeah. And I don't ever judge anybody who wants to get fucked up. I make sure they get home safe. Yeah. I make sure they take. I mean, shit. <laughs> that night and then the next day was a great example of, oh, yeah. you know, I ended up driving after no sleep and everything because y'all were hungover. I Let's was be real. dying after yeah, Supernatural. Yeah. Oh, God. Supernatural was a weird, weird time. It was fun. No, Super was. fun. It was fun as hell. We had a good time but, and, and getting to hang out. And, yeah, and of course, like, I'll, I'll never yeah, forget the look like, on everybody's faces. Yeah, and but, I was like, because you was, knew what was coming, and the yeah. fact that I was up on stage and you watched everybody road go, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and yeah. then like it was just yeah. like, and then yeah, we we're all standing in the crowd, and I was like, "Okay, guys, I'm going backstage," and then they're like, "What?" Yep. Like, yeah, because no, people don't like think that we have the ability to do things like that, and then yeah. we do. And, and that's then. just <laughs> it. Is a, it we, it's, it's it's a unique experience. Uh, I missed Dished Up Heart last night for the first yeah. time. This is the first time I've missed them on in years, and it really it sucked. But life got in the way. You got to do things it's just how it works yeah um i like going to those experiences and some of my friends will go sober some friends will go fucked up whatever how you experience your art is up to you yeah I'm, i've never been a person who's like gonna judge you on that in that situation if you're fucking up your life if you're robbing mm-hmm. your fucking mom for crack yeah i'm, I'm gonna say some shit yeah, i mean yeah, obviously like, there's that but it, even then, like, if it doesn't affect me directly, a lot of times you're not well, hurting exactly. anybody. That's what I, that's where I'm at. Like, I don't judge my friends yeah. because they, you know, like, if, like it's like if you don't want to, you know, if you want to do that, well, that and is completely. If you want to eliminate drugs, you want to eliminate alcohol, you want to eliminate other things. There's a whole lot of really great music out there that wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, and and my own musical tastes. I mean, a lot of what I was, yeah, I was high as shit mm-hmm. listening to it for the first time. Same. Back when I was in high school. Yeah, like a lot of my music, I was like. And so I, I think that that art. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are times every once in a while I'm like, man, I just want to get really, really stoned and watch like The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Just smoke like three J's in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to watch that movie, but with the sound off. Yeah. You know, just weird shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I just want to do this to remember high what it was that. like. That's dumb. But at the same time. I get that. Yeah. Because it's something that I have done before. And I think that people tend to forget that their own experiences, they're in control. And if people don't have self-control and they don't have the ability to actually step in and say, oh, I can handle myself in this situation. I mean, I'm in a lot of workplace situations, working in a strip club, DJing, things like that. Yeah. Obviously run into those issues. But yeah, I don't know. I think that... uh, there's so much God, we could go on for hours you realize that right yeah I know like we could just keep talking about just yeah. this one subject mm-hmm. I, I don't know I uh 
I'm watching a lot of the, the societal changes and I'm starting to see the availability of music hurt true talent for a while. Yeah. But that's starting to sort itself out. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily something I thought was going to happen. Yeah. And it's allowed for, for us to reach out to, and actually the artist that I'm going to use to close this out, is Salem Wren, somebody that I never would have discovered her music if mm-hmm. it weren't for an Instagram post of a model in Texas that I followed through the goth scene because she's a Manson fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That never would have happened. Mm-hmm. Me and her were actually going to collab for a while, but um, it didn't work out really just because of complications. But. There, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, look at the other thing about that that blows my mind is, you know, I don't know if you realized or recognized the fact that she was in a, like she broke her back. A no. few months back, yeah, she was in a really bad car accident. Damn, I so she's still on her way back. But yeah, I mean, the girl's amazing, phenomenal musician, um, and and I never would have known her. I never would have had a phone conversation with her. Yeah, um, if it weren't for Instagram, mm-hmm. of all fucking things. Yeah, not because well, of her, that, well, because of her that's how, and that's how, because I have a remix out for Blood Clots right now. Yeah. out of uh, I think he's out. of... That actually uh, if he watches this, he's going to be mad that I don't know this, but either Portland or Seattle. But, uh... The Pacific Northwest. That's how you cover that one. Mm-hmm. You say the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. But that actually, he... Doesn't that I, drop it? Friday? It's... That's been out on SoundCloud for a while. Yeah, but I mean, like, isn't it dropping on everything on the 15th? Maybe? I want to say it drops on the 15th. I don't know. I honestly I think, don't I think know. It's, I think it's on, on iTunes, Spotify, all that. I think but, uh, on the 18th. But on SoundCloud, yeah, it's but out. Yeah, because yeah. I met him through Facebook. It was just like, I, like uh, I forgot how we ended up being friends on Facebook. And then, like, he just... Uh, I sent him one of my songs. Okay, we need to preface this. You have like twelve friends on Facebook, so that's saying something. Almost no Facebook friends. No, I like no yeah. one at all. Yeah, but yeah. So, but, so like, I found him on. I don't know how we exactly found each other, but I sent him one of my songs, and then he was like, "This is tight," and he like put some weird vocal on it, and it was like I don't think he recorded the vocal, but he like put something that he had on it, and it would sounded fucking tight. And so he posted. He was like, "Hey, who wants to remix my like Rift EP?" Cause that and go check that out because it's fucking cool. But so it's me and like a couple other dudes that remix it. But I love that remix, and that was just really cool that I got to meet him. Like not meet, but the work with him. And, yeah, and yeah. eventually I want to get a show lined up for him to come play in Colorado. But but well, we'll work on that. That's, Obviously, that's we will. There's, I mean, but that's just it. Is it's these it's these moments of of internet savviness that have allowed a lot of us to link up. I mean, yeah. MySpace was responsible for me meeting most mm-hmm. of the bands that I worked yeah. with in Denver and stuff. And then as we translated over to, to Facebook and now Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. and most of the models I deal with are Instagram or Twitter. I mean, that's yeah. just how it works. It's it's how you mm-hmm. connect. And that's for a long time it was just inundated. Mm-hmm. Like, it used to be like. You'd be in college, you know, and there'd be this kid like, I believe that we're all one and we're all part of the collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. And then they pick up their acoustic and here's Wonder Wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like this universal douchebag thing. Yeah. And now, now it's it's even better because now it's like everybody is a producer, everybody's a DJ, and 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 for a long time that. But I actually I have a, an opinion on that too. So like what the like. Everyone, like, there's more people being creative, and there's more people putting things out like that, and I think that's a really good thing. It, it is that and that's we my have thing, this. Is that thing, a, we be- have this platform now that now it's acceptable 
in society for everyone to be creative and for everyone to put and a music actually, out or do a podcast or do just trying to cash in on it. Yeah. Those people are starting to fall on the wayside where it was because it was that for a while. It was but like yeah. everybody's a DJ, everybody's a producer, and, and it was a lot of garbage. There was mm-hmm. a lot of trash out there. No, there was a whole bunch of trash. And it's not said there's not trash in all genres and things like that. But at the, yeah, but like at the end of the day, now there's people like people with staying power. People that you're like, okay. I know you just remixed the same eight tracks that this other artist did, but you did it in a new way, mm-hmm. and you did it in such a way. People do have that outlet, and they're able to share with each other, and I think that that, in many ways, is what's what's allowing for, like, I, I kind of want the whole scene movement to come back. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I kind of do, because I think if they came out now, there's a whole other generation on its way up that's going to yeah. rediscover that, and it's going to be these artists actually taking control of their careers, not trying to make sure that they sell Pepsi, or that they go on Warped, or that they fucking sell Monster, mm-hmm. that they're selling their music. Yeah. And they... It, 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 it will blow... I think it'll blow everybody away if that happens. Yeah. And I think there's the, the same is going to be said, not just in EDM, but in in hip hop too, there's a lot of older artists coming back and playing some new shit. Mm-hmm. The people well, are just like, dude, oh fuck! Like the the person who found Ghost Mane Peep was Jay Green. Yeah, and Jay Green rapped with he rapped with fucking Three Six back in the day. You yeah, know? And he's oh, well. like the dude's like forty five. You know, it's like that. It's that type of thing where it's like there are old, and there is like the whole all the old heads who hate new hip-hop you know and just like completely dismiss anything new that's not boom bap rap but well, like that's, and, that, and, that, and of course there is that and the thing is there's there's a lot of we were talking about Will Smith earlier I hated Jazzy Jeff yeah I hated the Fresh Prince I hate it was pop rap mm-hmm. I did not like it yeah it definitely was but like, now yeah. Summertime's the shit. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking banger, dude. Mm-hmm. I love playing that track. Yeah. I love listening to a lot of it. I mean, yeah, I, I listen to, to NWA and NOS, and, I mean, dude, Illmatic will forever be... Yeah. I was a huge Tupac fan. Mm-hmm. Huge Tupac fan. I couldn't even let my friends know I was a huge Tupac fan because the whole East Coast, West Coast shit was, was real back in the mm-hmm. 90s. And they were like, dude, no, fuck you. It's all it's all biggie. And it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't get me wrong. I There's hypnotized and fucking, God, this is a great track. Yeah. You know, those are two artists that went, went way too fucking soon. Mm-hmm. Way too fucking soon. Oh, yeah. Um, I still love love listening to Nate Dog, mm-hmm. Run DMC. There's a lot of that stuff that, that still translates. There isn't a track by Beastie Boys, though. I don't know every goddamn lyric. Yeah, oh, the Beastie Boys. I fucking love the Beastie Boys. My dad and, raised me on the Beastie Boys, for dude, sure. Dude, I, I could listen to No Sleep Till Brooklyn every day and never get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. But there are new hip-hop artists, and there are new pop artists, even. Yeah. Justin Timberlake comes to mind, who really encapsulate that same kind of attitude. I fucking... Justin Timberlake is one of the coolest human beings to ever exist, ever. I, am, and I think he's I, a robot. I don't think I, he's real. I don't if think, he is I, I don't a think robot, he's human, he's, then he's, that would make perfect sense. He's, because, like, but he's almost too perfect. He's fucking the coolest dude ever. Justin Timberlake, are you kidding me? He's fucking... Tight. Yeah, he just yeah. He, yeah, dude. he just is cool. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Fucking... When this thing came out, I was like, "This sucks. Fuck this." But then watching kind of where some of those those artists have come out of that, and watching like Britney Spears take control, Kelly Clarkson, there are some different artists where I'm like, "Well, I'll be damned." Mm-hmm. There actually is something to these people. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing Mandy Moore in concert, and she played rock tunes the whole time, mm-hmm. and I was like, "But you're a pop princess. What the fuck is this?" This yeah. is what she played. 
it was not what I expected. And I remember walking away from that going, okay, so I actually checked that out. I prefer acting over music, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I can respect that. Yeah. You know, and it, it reminds me a lot. I mean, I, I talked to my sister about this not too long ago. We were talking about Madonna mm-hmm. and her rise to stardom and the fact that she just changed the industry. Yeah. Metallica changed the industry. There's a oh, lot of yeah, these artists that sure. just really stepped out there and went, you're going to do what we say. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a lot of new artists that are starting to take that control again. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really good for music. I do too. I think it's going to yeah. be really good for, for, I mean, it's it's hard to be a musician and make money. Oh, yeah. It's hard to be a musician and make money. A lot of these people are like, oh, they're a famous rock star. They must be so rich. <laughs> Fuck you. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No, now, they, well, nowadays, especially, like, because you don't job. make shit off of streams. You have to tour to make money. You got to tour, and you better hope the tour makes money, and you better yeah. hope you keep the expenses low, and the other end, you better have a badass TM, because if you don't, you're fucked. Yeah. You better have a good accountant. But again, and I, I've talked to, I've talked to some people that it blew my mind that they were willing to admit this, but you don't need a label. Mm-hmm. No one needs a label. Yeah. If you have a good manager and you have good booking, mm-hmm. you can make it. Oh, yeah. And for some people, that goes a great example. Mm-hmm. Jeff is his own manager. He yeah. gets himself on these tours. He makes sure that he's made the right connections in his videography and mm-hmm. his production and his recording. Yeah. He'll never need anybody. Mm-hmm. Ever. You yeah. never will. And that's, to me, that, that again, that's a good thing with SoundCloud, a good mm-hmm. thing with Spotify, a good thing with a lot. And I, and I think that that's going to go really, really far yeah. for a lot of people, as long as we don't do what we inherently do, which is let's change it and fuck it up. I mean, mm-hmm. Facebook was a lot cooler if we had all these fucking ads on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was easier to use and connect with people. Now it's, it's like, shit, you do anything, you get reported. Mm-hmm. Social media is a whole nother can of worms. No, I'm not going to get into social yeah, media. Yeah, that's a fault. Because, we could do an entire hour. Yeah, we, well, we we will, that. but I'm going to bring in. Yeah, I'm going to bring in some of these fucking Insta models and bring in some people who have been touring and things like that. I'm going to actually like we're going to do a roundtable on that one. Yeah. So, all right. Well, now seems like as good as time as any to, to kind of wrap it up. Um, we did create the YouTube channel. Uh, I don't know exactly how you're going to be able to find it because we have no subscribers or anything, so it has no digital footprint. But we will get that out there probably with our Snapchats, things like that. Um, Again, everything I have is under psychotic. P S I K O T Y K. Look me up anywhere like that. If it's not just that, it has the forty-four at the end because I got asked why forty-four. Forty-four was the number for the devil for Mark Twain, and I'm a huge Samuel Clemens fan. So, if anybody wants more details on that, I will I will talk to you one on one. But that's that's actually where the forty-four comes from. But uh, yeah, look me up and then Jobin shout your social shit. I am just on everything. It's either Jobin Music or Jobin Official. Official J O B E N. So that's it. In my phone, it's Jobin McBeasel. Yeah, it's like 50 fucking words because I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, hit us up. We'll get you links. We'll get stuff up. I think we're going to have to do a Facebook page. Yeah, probably. I think we're going to have to. Well, it just kind of seems dumb not to. I still want to run it. I run 116 pages, bro. I don't really I'm need fucking it. run the Facebook page. Good. <laughs> Y'all heard it. That's, what, that's, that's what I was waiting for. He said he'd run it. It's, it's his job. So, all right. Uh, hit us up. I am going to leave us with some uh, Salem Wren. song is Waiting. Check her out, too. Check her out on SoundCloud. The girl's got massive plays on some of her tracks. It's killer stuff. So, uh, thanks for listening. And hopefully you 
I'm, I'm going to be real interested to see how many people actually listen to this entire episode. Yeah. Because it's a long one. It is a long one. That's okay, though. That's fine. We're going to go eat wings now. So talk to you later, boss. Bye. Wanna go where you are, but baby, I 